And let's give Brother John Mark a warm welcome as he comes to bring us the word. It's good to be here. Uh, please do remember, Pastor, he's helping camp meeting Brother Greg Atkins in uh, Alabama. And uh, he gave me he gave me plenty of time to prepare for this this morning. And I'm so honored to uh, to have the have the opportunity to bring the first sermon in the new year. And uh, pastors, I, I, I want to keep going with the spirit that pastor's going on. He's been preaching a lot lately about he wants the Lord to just come in and rest with us. And I, I, I love how the service is going. It's all God's timing. And it's just, I deal so much with my stuff. And there's a couple things I'd like to get really better at this year. And my main one is I'd like to get better at ministering. Not necessarily in a pulpit, not necessarily in my job or what I do, but God, I'd like to get better at ministering to you. I, 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 don't, I know He's the Lord, and, and I know He can do anything that He wants to do, but He longs for us to worship Him. He longs for us to desire Him. And, and, I, and, I, and I look through the Scriptures, and it's like, we're, what the, and I just have a couple stories. All I'm going to do is tell a couple Bible stories. And I was like, where, where in the Bible can I... Bring forth this to the people that you have such a great desire for us just to minister to you. Just to love you. And God desires our worship. He desires our praise. So uh, if, if, if you want to follow me on the screens, it's, we're going to start in Songs of Solomon, chapter 5, verse 2. And this is just a... In Songs of Solomon, it's difficult to read. In, 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 in the Bible days, you wouldn't... A young male wasn't allowed to read this Bible because it was so prolific, and Dewey's about 25 years old. But I have I have just a couple, just a couple stories, just a couple little things in here that I I, I thought was incredible. Songs of Solomon, chapter five and verse three, says, "I sleep." And this is the bride speaking. I sleep, but my heart waketh. It is the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, "Open unto me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled, for my head is filled with dew." And the locks with the drops of night. So I, first I see here that the bride is sleeping. Uh, the bridegroom is out. He's doing his thing. He's working. They own the vineyard. He's out, he's out working. And he comes in. He says, open unto me. I sleep, but my heart waketh. So first thing that I need to do is I need to wake up. I need to realize that I am not where I need to be in worship. I am not where I need to be in my, in my walk with the Lord. I am not there. I have not arrived. But this is a new year. This is a fresh start. This is a, and today's the first day of fasting. I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I love to eat as much as faster. So first thing I need to do. I need to wake up. I sleep but my heart waketh. And it's, it's so prolific the way that he says. If I was to go and if I was tired. And if I was heading home. And the door was locked at my house. I'd be knocking. He's like, babe, let me in. Babe, let me in. I'm tired. I've had a hard day at work. Let me in. But no, he goes up to the door and he says, open unto me my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled. You know, that's, that's incredible to me because I don't think she was that perfect. If she was a person, she was not that perfect. But the, the, the bridegroom had such a desire toward her, had such a love for her that he seen her through love's eyes. So when I need to realize that when God looks at me, He looks through the blood and He does not see my downfalls and the things that I look at myself and I see. 
But what does he see? He sees love. Sister, undefiled. That means they had such a pure love toward each other. Yes, they were married. And I'm not taking away from the physical. I'm just saying they had such a pure desire toward each other. That they long just to feel each other's needs. They long to minister to each other. You're my sister. My love. My undefiled. My dove. And what what is she saying? It says, for my head is filled with dew and my locks with the drops of night. I have been working in the vineyard. And I've come and I've come home to rest. And I have come home to rest. And I believe, you know, the, the, the bridegroom, and he's, and he's worked all day, and he's done different things. Somebody said, Jesus is always working. He's always working. He's always doing something. So he's come home, and he's come to his house normally with a door. I don't believe the door is always locked. This may be a new thing to him. And I, he, you wouldn't go to, to a home constantly where the door is always locked. So I believe the bride had the door open constantly. For some reason today, for some reason, I am undisclosed. I do not know. The door is locked. And he come home and he says, open unto me. What does the bride say? He says, I have put off my coat and how shall I put it on? I have washed my feet. How shall I defy them? She's, she's in the house. She's doing her own thing. She's awake now. I realize um, and she's awake. She's put off her coat and she's washed her feet. In other words, I'm in my house. You can come in if you want to, but I'm not going to invite you this time. I, you can come in. You can come into the house if you just so desire. But I am not going to come in and I'm not going to get out of my place where I am and open the door for you. Meaning I'm, I'm having church just fine without you. I'm doing my thing just fine without you. I've washed my feet and I'm laying in my bed just fine without you. I put off my religious coat and I'm laying down. I don't even want you to see me the way I am. I'm doing fine just without you. My feet are up. I'm laying in bed. And I know you're tired. I know you want to be ministered to. But I'm doing fine without you. Somebody say, the church, we're not doing fine without him anymore. 2017, I can't wash my feet. I can't lay in the bed. I can't have a service. I can't do this fine without Him anymore. I can't have a service. I can't do this fine without Him anymore. I refuse. And I know pastor's not here yet. I'm not pastor. I'm far from it. And I, 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 I respect pastor. I love him and my mother. But I cannot have a service anymore. And I cannot do this thing without Him. I'm not fine without Him. My feet, my feet ain't washed, God. I'm tired and I might be laying in the bed, but do what I must. I'm going to invite you in. I'm going to invite you. Somebody invite him in the house today. God, we're not doing fine without you. I want to invite you in the house today. Hallelujah. So what does he so what does he do? He says, My beloved put his hand by the hole of the door, and my vows were moved within me. So what does that mean? Bowels are just in, in, in this part of the scripture, just the inward part of me were, was moved. He, what did he, he could have just left me. But what did he do? He just put his hand that he had been working so much, that hand that held me, that hand that loved me, that hand when I was down, he reached up and picked me up. He let me see him and I just seen him for a glimpse. What is that? What does that mean? And I believe that's part of Songs of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, draw me and we will run after thee. He let me just feel a glimpse of him again. I didn't even want him. 
I didn't even desire Him, but He let me feel just a glimpse. I thought I was fine by myself. I thought I was doing it on my own. And then He let me just feel a glimpse of His hand again. He let me just see. And what does she do? That glimpse of her hand caused her to move. It's just the bowels of me moved. You know, they was walking toward... Some disciples were walking on the road to Emmaus and they saw Jesus after He was resurrected and didn't recognize Him. But He spoke to them and He said, didn't it feel like a fire that was moved inside of me again? We thought we was fine walking on this road to ourselves, but then this stranger came up and started to walk with me. Didn't, it, didn't you feel something when He walked with us again? Sometimes God, even you may not even want Him right now, but if you could just see His hand move, then just something would stir into you. That means He's drawing again. If you can feel Him, that means He's pulling on you again. That means He wants, God wants a relationship with you. Sometimes He just lets me see His hand. He doesn't, even, he, he doesn't let me see all of Him because He knows that, that I, I may not want Him like I need Him right now, but if He'll just let me see His hand, then I'll desire it. He'll move something in me. So what does she do? Says my, and since I rose up and I opened the my beloved, but my hands dropped with myrrh, and my fingers with sweet-smelling myrrh upon the handles of the lock. He had been working in his vineyard, and he had got so much of that oil on him that it fell on the door, and I began to feel it, and I began to smell it, and I remembered how he felt to me. And I remembered how, how he came home to me every day, and then that was sweet-smelling myrrh, and it, and it got on because he loved me. It got on my face because I felt him touch me, and he loved me. So when he left, the myrrh is gone. The anointing is gone. How he smelled is gone. How he felt is gone. How he made me feel. All that was gone. So this awakens her. She wakes up out of her sleep. She gets up and what does she do? I opened, I opened, I read that. I opened to my beloved, but my beloved had withdrawn himself and was gone. My soul failed, failed when, he, when he spake. I sought him, but I could not find him. I called him, but he, couldn't, and he, called him, but he gave me no answer. So what does she do? She finds out that he is gone. She failed him for a little while. She saw him move for a little while. And now he is gone. So if you're experiencing, you felt him, and you may have, maybe, God, uh, maybe God's given you an opportunity again to search for him. And that's when the Bible says, and it goes, you can go back to the New Testament, seek thy Lord with a whole heart, then he'll be found of you. So, I mean, I believe she got up and she went to the door. Yes, she opened the door and he had withdrawn himself. That, does, that, does that mean he had totally left her? No. He's desiring for us to seek him. Does that mean it's going to be easy? No. Does that mean 2017 is going to be nothing? No. Does that mean if we seek him, we can find him? Absolutely. If you seek him with your whole heart, he'll be found of you. And says, verse, chapter verse 7, it says, The watchmen that went about the city found me, and they smote me, and they wounded me, and the keepers of the, of the walls took away my veil from me. So, okay, so what's going on? She is being smoked. She is, she is seeking the Lord, and she's having to go through all these battles and all these trials. This is not easy. Why, why did he have to leave me? Why did I have to sleep? And she, and, and she said, What is my beloved? And, and, and she says, I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if you find my beloved, tell him that I am sick of love. That doesn't mean she is tired of love. That doesn't mean she is done with love. She has said, I am love sick. 
I miss Him so bad, I can't hardly stand it in myself. That's when you're going to find Him. When you, you can't even stand to be around yourself without Him. God, I'm sick of love. God, I'm so sick for You. I need You. I need You. I'm tired of doing this on my own. They smoke me. I'm tired, but I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep praying until I find You again. Hallelujah. So I'm sick of love. And then she, what does she do? She, t- she gets others involved, other daughters of Jerusalem, and says, if you find my beloved, tell then I am sick of love. What is my beloved more than any other beloved? O thou fairest among living, why is thy beloved more than any other beloved? Why dost thou so charge us? Then there's this whole Scripture down there's about eight or ten verses just saying about how her beloved is way more than any other. And the crazy thing about it, it all involves his physical self. It nothing involves the beloved had blessed her with a house, a home, things that she could do. But God is not the gifts that the, 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 not the gifts that cleanse me or not the gifts that complete me. God it's you. God is not the home that you've given me. God it's not all these things that you've done for me. It's you. God he said his hair was like wool. His his legs were like beams. God, if, if you would just come back. God, if I could just feel you again. If I could just smell your myrrh again. If I could just feel your anointing again. Hallelujah. And it's not it. Sorry, and I look and as you draw me, you know, uh, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 18, but I have it all abound. I am having received an hypothesis in which things were sent unto you an odor, a sweet smelling sacrifice, acceptable and well pleasing to the Lord. And when he knocks, he is knocking not just to come in and give us, give us things. Sometimes he wants to be ministered unto. And I found these three verses where he is knocking. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and I will sup with him and he with me. I just want to, Jesus just saying, I want to be around you. I would like to be a part of your life. I want to be a part of your life in 2017. I want, to, I want to be someone that you can talk to. When I have a rough day at work or when I struggle, I have a bad call or I lose somebody or something, I go to my wife and I don't go to my mother or my father or my, or my, or my brother or my sister-in-law. I go to my wife and say, God, I need you. I'd like to tell my, share my story with you, share my heart with you. And that's what God's doing. He's knocking on her door and says, I'd like to share my heart with you. I'd like to share my desires with you. I'd like to share what, I, what I'm going through. I, God, I want, I want to touch this one and I want to do this and this and this. Hallelujah. He wants to share Himself with us. He wants to share Himself with us. Luke chapter 12 verse 38 and He says, And ye yourselves like unto them that wait for the Lord when He will return from the wedding and that when He cometh and knocketh may appear unto Him immediately. Luke chapter 12 verse 36 and you see, I read that one. And daughters of Jerusalem speak. And this is cool. This is interesting. She gets her desire back for the Lord. She goes and she finds Him. And, and the, she gets others interested in seeking Him. On her way there to find Him. Luke, Songs of Psalm chapter 6 and verse 1 says, Whether is my beloved gone? O thou fairest among women. Whether is thy be- be- beloved turned aside? That we may seek Him with thee. That we may seek Him with thee. Songs Song of Solomon, chapter 6 and verse 2 is, My beloved is gone to the garden and to the beds of the spices to feed in the gardens and to gather lilies. She is united with her beloved. But not only that, she gets others. The, the, what they call them the, together the daughters of Jerusalem. She gets the daughters of Jerusalem so involved into what she is doing. Which is incredible. I, I, I looked in... 
I looked in Psalms chapter 51 and verse 10. It says, just like the Scriptures, and it's, it blew my mind. It says, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from Thy presence, and take not Thine Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Uphold me with Thy right hand. Then will I teach transgressors Thy ways, and sinners will be converted unto me. If I get my desire back for, the light, for, the, for God, I'm going to take with me the daughters of Jerusalem. So I'm not only come out, come, going to come out of what I have, but I'm going to bring somebody else with me. I'm going to bring somebody else, and they're going to fall so in love with this beloved. And we're going to fall. We're going to chase after him, and we're going to love him. So if I if I just get my fire back, if I get my desire back to minister to God, I'm going to take others with me. Hallelujah. So, I, so I looked at the the, the bride and songs of Solomon. What kept her from ministering? It was just she was just got comfortable. She got comfortable. It wasn't even bad things she was doing. She just is in the house. She got comfortable. So I looked at what's another example I can use in the Bible, and I looked at Mary and Martha. Luke chapter ten and verse thirty-eight, and it says, "Now it came to pass as they went that he turned into a Jesus turned into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into the house." And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard His word. But Martha was covered about with much serving and came unto Him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And what was Mary doing? Mary, which was called called Mary, which sat at Jesus' feet and heard His word. Verse 41, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but that one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. So what? So what's another thing that can keep me from ministering to the Lord? I so so many times I get I'm so divided. I got so many hands in so many hands in different places. So many things doing different things that I forget to minister unto the Lord. Now she may be serving for the Lord, but she may not be ministering unto Him. The uh, pastor preaches a message just constantly. He, he constantly drove this into my. My head and my heart. This is Jesus first, others second, and yourself last. So if you, if you, we may be serving the Lord with everything that we have, we may be doing everything for Him, but I may not do anything in, in Him. In other words, I may, I may be, I may be trying to minister unto all these people, doing all these things, preaching and, and running and ministering, but I may not be ministering unto the Lord. So what's the first thing? I should be listening to Him. I, I want to be at His feet, and I want to hear what He has to say. I, want, there, 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 I believe God has a bride, of course, but I want, to, I want to be one that's just listening to Him. God, I want to hear what You're saying. God, I know He's always going to have people working. He's always going to have people doing things, but God, I want to listen to You. So another thing that can keep us from ministering to the Lord is just busyness. Serving, doing different things. I may be doing several hundred things in the name of Jesus, but may not be ministering unto Him myself. Another thing that may, what's another thing that may be uh, keeping me from ministering unto the Lord? Matthew chapter 26 and verse 6. And now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of precious ointment and poured it out on his head and he set it as he sat at meat. But when he had disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose was this waste? 
For this ointment may have sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work on me. For ye have, ye have the poor always with you, but, but me ye have not always. For, for he that hath poured this ointment on my body, she did for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wherefore this gospel shall be preached to the whole world, that shall also this, this also, that this woman hath done, and told me a memorial unto her. In another, in another gospel, it's either Mark or Luke, she said, This woman hath not continue, stopped continuously kissing my feet. When all these disciples are around him and they're ministering to other people and they're doing different things, and that's the Lord's work, I take nothing away from that. Ministries, missionaries, all these things, but first I need to stop and I need to realize that I'm in the presence of the Lord and I, He needs to be ministered unto you. I was doing all these things and I didn't realize His feet need caring for. I was doing all these things and I didn't realize what He was going to go through, that what, what His battles were. If you could come to the music, I'm just about done. So God, give me an opportunity. Give me an opportunity. Give me a desire that I may minister unto you. It took one little lady. It says, Who had forgiven much, loveth much, is what he said about this young lady. So she had been forgiven all of her sins as she comes and she starts washing his feet, realizing his feet were dirty. Realizing that his feet had been going through some stuff, that he had been walking and he had got scarred. And I know I'm talking about Jesus and the one that heals all wounds and does all things, but he desires of me to worship him. He desires of me to lay down my life for him. And if I could, if I could get, leave anything with you, God, I want a desire to worship you this year. I want a desire to wash your feet. I don't, I don't want you to come to my house and me not need you. I don't want you to come, come and me not want you. God, I want, I want love to have a desire for you in 2017. God, I want you to be welcome in my house. Matter of fact, I'd really like, not even like to lay down and rest until you're welcome and you come into the house with me. God, I'd really not even like to lay down, to even be comfortable. I, I, I go to my house and my wife works all the time. I can't stand it. Cannot stand it. I don't like it at all. I, I try to work as much as she's gone. I, I, just, I don't like to be home by myself. So whenever she comes on, I can't even rest until she gets to the house. I can't even feel comfortable because I know that something's missing. Something that should be there. Someone that should be in the house is not there. So I, when I get comfortable by myself, God, something's wrong. Something's not right. I am not, I'm doing, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. I, I, I need you. I need you. I'm tired of doing it by myself. I, my feet are tired and they're dirty and I'm, I'm, I'm waiting on you. If you'll just knock, I'll open it to you, Lord. If you'll just beg me, if you'll, if you'll search after me, God, I'll run to you. If you'll draw me. God, don't give me just your hand. If you'll knock, I'll open unto you. If we, if we could just come to the altar today, I, and my only prayer is, God, draw me again. Pull on me again. I need you this year. Something's missing. Something's not right. If I can go home and if I can lay in bed and you not be there, something ain't right. I need you this year. I'm not complete without you. I'm not satisfied without you. I'm tired of walking and then doing it without you. God, I need you this year. I need you. 2017 has to be different. I'm tired of doing it on my own, on my own self, on my own strength. I need you.
If we could just come and realize, I want to worship you. I want to minister unto you. I lay my stuff aside. I lay my burdens and my things. And I take them not lightly. But God, I want to minister unto you this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. cries out for the living God, for the living God. Incline your ears of trembling and tears of a yearning to the throne of grace to seek your face. Lord, I'm burning and longing for you. No. Oh. 
so lost and even faints for you. 